You're going to find your D. You're going to find your D. Everyone's <laughs> going to find a D. Look under <laughs> your seat. There's, There's a, a D. D. Hello and welcome to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast. Today, we are broadcasting from Sunny Hamtramck, and I have two very special guests. Fan favorite wasn't able to make it in today. Today. Today is like a tonight and today at the same time. We do have not only David, Sneaky D, the Dread Pod King, but we have Dave from the Detroit Songwriter Dispatch. Dave, he he would be 100% of the co-hosts where you are 50% of the co-hosts. <laughs> I just thought we were doing a Dispatch podcast tonight. I wandered in and I'm yeah. just sort of stuck here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You were just wondering. You are just thinking David was about to break into song. Well, maybe I will. Hey, this is my breakthrough performance. Here's the other Dave. Hey, well, I'm not Dave. That's how we'll differentiate. He's Dave. I'm David. I'm the id. Good. I'm go. the id, baby. <laughs> yes. Oh, I bring and that fucking passion. That sexual energy. That the, sexual the musical energy. number is going to come later in the uh, in the podcast. Yeah. Just, just to give you a little heads up now. I'm sure it will. It's going to devolve into a musical, musical, and I say devolve on purpose. So we're not. We're not. This is a fucking musician <laughs> podcast. Okay. We're a higher level intellectuals here like i barely trust myself i trust dave i do not trust david with music <laughs> i, just, well, not with music, I no. appreciate how hopefully confusing this will be for everybody like the whole time like just flip-flopping in their minds the whole time like dave and david by the way this is dave this is dave i'm talking this is dave talking it's not the other can dave can you tell yeah can you tell can you tell the difference can you tell the difference one of these is the real one yeah one of these is the real one yeah, they're you two this clearly is very, distinct damn it, voices. Uh, damn it. <laughs> Pretty clear to me. <laughs> Shit. It's actually right? even more distinct with the with the impression. Scott'll Scott will fix that in post. <laughs> I'll pan you guys two differently. I'll one slightly to the right, one slightly to the left. Put on your stereo headphones and tell me who's Dave and who's David. Wow. Talk about active listening. Right? That's how you should be listening to this fucking podcast. If you're not monitoring your left and right audio when you're listening to the Scottcast, oh. You don't realize I switched to stereo at episode 103? <laughs> the only guy <laughs> podcasting in stereo? <laughs> yeah, that fucking mono. No, man, dude, we all got mono. It's okay. This goes around. <laughs> Once somebody starts doing it, this Especially in the podcast you know community. You know I mean? It's just easy. It's this kissing disease. We, we all get it. Yeah, everybody kisses before each episode. That's the Scott Castaway. I don't have to tell you guys that, though. You all know that. <laughs> you all know. <laughs> We're all already close. We're acquainted now. Yeah. How do you get comfortable with somebody before a podcast? Quick we all make kiss. out sesh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to just say, for the so, record, that, that's good... not what happens on any of my pro- productions. Scott, this is the perfect <laughs> time on, to talk Scott. about your OnlyFans. We were just talking about we that. We were just talking about it. And on, this is man. the way you make money. Right now, we're in the middle of a kind of like a financial panic still. You're getting double teamed by two Daves right now. <laughs> I am. It's, it, it is like two Daves, one Scott. I feel like this is like an episode of Justice League, and I'm Superman <laughs> fighting against the rest of the league. You're getting your ass kicked. It's, <laughs> it's just too much at once. It's any individual, maybe I could handle. But no, when you guys are double teaming me with these scenarios, like, much where am I energy. now? Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm at a point where on my podcasts to get acquainted with my guests, I make out with them. Mm-hmm. We kind of commune in a biological sense. Mm-hmm. Really, is that what I'm getting from this? It's not even a pleasurable thing. It's just like we will become one now. I oh. think whenever you go on a Skycast, just the sexual energy just skyrockets. <laughs> Are you looking for a clip right now? He is. Where is it? Sound guy, come on. This is uh this is gonna be after Scottcast, there's gonna be, gonna be hella, hella bitches, bitches up, up in here. here. There it is. <laughs> this is gonna be the uh the, the most uh just different thing for me is that uh we have not yet gotten to the point where we do sound effects on the dispatch. So yeah, oh having Scott on the dispatch, pull up I'm like really what? real I'm, time sound effects. What does he do all this time? Mostly, you know sit. <laughs> <laughs> sit and listen? That yeah, doesn't sound like Scott. That's not the Scott I know. Right? That's the thing. If you've been listening to Scottcast, you do not know what the dispatch is like because I'm barely there. Do you <laughs> want to explain what the dispatch is? So the Scottcast listeners probably don't even fucking know. You barely that's reference it. You barely true. even reference what it is. That's that's true. I'm just like, hey, I Very do this thing. Well, it's because the dispatch has like a hundred times more listeners, <laughs> and it has like a hundred times less episodes. It has a hundred less episodes. That's the thought. You, know? you guys on like sixty mid sixties or whatever. We are. That? How did you know that? That's I crazy. looked it up. <laughs> 
somebody here does their research. Yeah, some, really? of, some of us actually are... You res- do more research than me or Dave. <laughs> I do research, <laughs> sir. I'm a fucking scientist when it comes to podcasting. So The Dispatch is a podcast me and Dave do. Uh, we did it weekly for a year. And then... COVID. COVID for the most part. Maybe you heard of it. Maybe you heard of COVID. But uh, Have you heard of this COVID? Co-host with David... David's COVIDs, oh, bitch. Nice. We haven't heard here of that we, yet. Here we come. Coming for you. And we're way more infectious. This yeah. is a blockbuster pod, by the way. You can't wear a mask. Having a face, pat, face mask on isn't going to stop anything. That's, that's what I was about to fucking say. See, Look, he gets it. That's what I'm talking about. See? This is going to be great. I've, I haven't even heard what you guys have said yet, but I know it's good. <laughs> it was awesome. Come on. God damn it. I can feel it. The, the energy is vibing well. Yeah. So... Dispatch, me and Dave, we interview Detroit songwriters, and we try to get their story out of them. So for me, that means I'm not a man of this world. I do not participate in this world they do. I'm here to learn. I'm just the audience. The idea is I want to link the songwriters to the audience who wants to hear them. Dave is a songwriter. He's very active in the community. He's multinational, motherfucker. Like international or like... No. Sounds yes. more impressive. <laughs> Sounds more impressive if you're anywhere other than like Windsor, Detroit, or <laughs> yeah. Buffalo and Niagara. It's a strategic regional choice. And <laughs> it makes him multinational, which is also international. He's like the international man of mystery. It's fucking Austin Powers over here. Yeah, except which it's not again, a mystery because everyone knows about Border sounds, Patrol. Sounds more impressive border, when you border stop patrol? To consider that like I'm driving basically to a suburb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm driving like yeah. You drive south to way. get to Canada. Yeah. It's weird. Good old South Detroit. Midnight train, baby. A journey you take that. Is that anywhere. what you take? Is that what you take? You ready to take the midnight That's where train? We're going. Midnight we're going about train. to take the midnight train, baby. The south D, baby. The south sneaky, D and sneaky, sneaky D. D. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be. Oh, we got well, Southern that's going to stick. We got there the Southern go. D. <laughs> Damn right, it's going to stick. Jesus, sneaky D. <laughs> yeah. We gotta get David Bendy to say. Oh no! We got a whole fucking soundboard of Bendy sound effects. I believe it. This is all Bendy. We got the Bendy. The Bendy. The Bendy. I didn't even think about that. We have another D. Why did we not think of that? We have three Ds. Bendy. We're triple D. Where's your D? Scotty D. I don't know. Scott, find your D, man. This is going to be a fucking motivational speaker. You're going to find your D. You're going to find your D. Everyone's going to find a D. Look under <laughs> your seat. There's, There's a, a D. D. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my fucking God. <laughs> yeah, you're right. This oh whole God. time. It's been there the whole time. You just oh had to believe God. in it. Are you going to have fun with this one, Scott? I'm already having fun with this one. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Find your D, folks. <laughs> well, that they really carried on that last guy. <laughs> yeah, that was You're a little, little off. <laughs> he didn't read the room. Did you pick that specific like applause thing just because it had like the one guy trailing off? <laughs> yes. No, I crafted that live, man. I got a slow clap. Yeah. You made your own. Oh, you, I got you mixed your, it. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That was. Oh no, I'm a creative man on this I podcast. See that now. Did you record that yourself? You just is that is that really someone clapping? Uh, what I did is I it sounds like that, slapping yeah. them cheeks. That uh, clapping them cheeks. Yeah, <laughs> very slow clapping. Of Master Charles, shout outs to Master Charles. Yes. Ow! All right. Where were we? Oh yeah, David's finding your D. Yeah, I'm actually. I'm <laughs> trying to hold on to this whirlwind format that we are in now. Right? Um, it is a lot faster than Dispatch. Faster. I'm telling you, Ooh. ScottCast is a good program. It's just I've never doubted that it's a good program. It's just I, I, I uh, severely underestimated what it was going to be like to have to like actually keep up with it in real time recording. Well, a lot of it you don't have to keep up. If you find you're not like holding on, this is what I do. I just stop listening. <laughs> Ian, well, here's what Ian does. He just starts drinking. <laughs> He starts ruminating. Yeah. He starts swirling his glass around. Ian's got it right. Like, I I don't ruminate. He ruminates. But so, like, by the time he does come back, he has something perfectly witty and concise to say. And me, it's just like, I just completely changed the subject. I feel like Ian's like that guy the, in the Queen's Gambit when she's hallucinating. And she's just, she, he's just swirling his glass around. Mm-hmm. And he's looking into that. And he's thinking, here's what I'm going to say next. If it comes up. And then, boom, he just drops it. Just like that. Yeah, Ian is a force to be reckoned with podcast-wise. He's also not a force to be tampered with. 
You know, he chooses his battles. I don't tamp on with that guy. He said he he couldn't come to the podcast tonight, and like he was kind of vague about his reasoning and all. And so, like, I'm thinking he's hanging back. He's seeing the Dave David dynamic. Yeah, ah, well, he's, he's judging gonna be, us. Yeah, he's gonna be happy with it. It's good. It's good dynamic. It's good dynamic, but he's going to be like, where can I cut them down to size? Because he's fan favorite, Ian Dixon. He's going to come by and, and just an- psychoanalyze this episode and be like, yeah, there was a lot of, he's going to make a lot of, uh, he's going to make a lot of callbacks to our this episode in, in the next episode, and he's going to dismantle us is what he's going to do. Joke is on him, though, because, I mean, there's nothing he can do to tear me down that I haven't already done to myself. <laughs> You're looking at Invin- Mr. Invincible yeah. over here. <laughs> You're like the bee rabbit of superheroes. Try me. <laughs> dude, that needs to be a Hamtramck Avenger where it's just like, dude, bro, you can't do anything to me that I haven't done to myself. You can, you can fuck Try with me. Try to insult me. We you need- think I haven't said that? Yeah. I've yeah. said that to me. Dude, you, we you need- think that hurts more than my own emotional abuse? <laughs> I don't think so, we, sir. Listen. We need team members for the Hamtramck Avengers because like, I've been writing it. I've been writing it a thousand times over. I've got a little composition notebook There's here. There's your segue. Full of... There he is. Hey, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Just label everything that happens in the podcast, hey, I call David. it like it is, Scott. I give you a segue. You better we fucking We knew we were going to get here, and now here we are. Yeah, but we've got three main characters. We've got Haas, Stroh, and Ian. And like the only stories I've been able to come up with are stories where either Haas or Stroh shows up and like they get drafted into the Hamtramck Avengers team by Ian, who organizes it all. Well, first they get hammered. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow they devolve into alcoholism in every, every plot. So we need to prevent this. This is what the viewers haven't seen. Is Scott's characters, not Scott himself. There's some R-rated Hamtramck Avengers material out there. We will release it. We will release it at one point, at least as a book. Like, this is what could have been kind of situation. Yeah, like an alternate universe. Alternate you. You know, like, we need more heroes. Yeah, question then. Do the Hamtramck Avengers... is their alcoholism a it's intrinsic part like of the? Must they be alcoholic to, well, to be able to be a part of it, or like no, they don't. Let me see. No. Uh, are the people in fact there's only been one teetotalers? Or are they you know? There's there's only been one Hamtramck Avenger who was considered an alcoholic, and that was Stro, and yeah. that was actually your idea. No, that, that you would have teleportation that is only powered when by he's alcohol. been drinking. I know, oh but my God, that is I fucking love. It. Isn't that great? <laughs> okay, so like, so like, well, as so we he has to stock up so he we gets were... wicked drunk before every fight. <laughs> no, no, no. See, this thing. Wait, is, I wasn't here when I. <laughs> so like the thing is, so the thing is, like we were trying to come up with like superpowers, and everybody's got to have powers, and but you gotta have limitations of those powers. So I said. Well, the, I, if I have teleportation, that's a great ability. But it, my name is, what is my name going to be? And we looked around the table. I, we were drinking some Strohs. I was like, that's my name. And I said, oh, but here's the limitation. I can only teleport when there's alcohol present. I didn't say it was in my system, though. Oh, that's good You point. made it into the alcoholism where I had to be actively drinking. I'm sorry. I, I was took just... the theme to its logical conclusion. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I can only teleport places I like it. I like it in a world where it kind of like can work both ways, where like... Maybe initially, like Stro thought, he's like, oh, he just had to be drunk all the time. But then he kind of like realizes, like, what? Fuck, I can just have a can and then yeah. I can still have like the power yeah. kind of thing, you know? <laughs> See, like, that's how it is. At first, he was like, uh, you know, it was a big deal. He was like struggling in his life. He was a bad alcoholic. He was like mm. waking up all these places where he didn't know where he was. But then real- he realized, he's like, well, wait, just got to have the can. Yeah, so it I wasn't until it. he had a stroke. That he realized, whoa! I gotta Why does he have to have a stroke? Have like a stroke. Oh, and then you could have like a, a thing. Stroke. No, <laughs> the guys, things got really heavy. The alcoholism. I vetoed that immediately. And the CBD kicked I in. I like it. And then I it's like, real dark, and he's rehabbing the alcoholism and the stroke. Oh no, no, no! Here, here's what's nice about it. So he's got to have like always some kind of booze on him to make the power work. That's so he's how got it works. like one of the little like you know just the like temptation? single shot yeah. ones, and he carries it with him all the time to make the power work. But there's always that fear that he might have yeah, to Yeah, he's got to live it. with it. See, the whole point was like, so it was a it, it was a weird co- character because he was supposed to be the Captain America team. He was supposed to be the virtuous, justice-seeking <laughs> moral compass. But yeah, it's kind of homelander The bravado, homelanderish yeah. kind of thing. And then also he can randomly teleport when in the presence of alcohol. So I was going to say he's a bartender. He's very sociable. I thought it was a good backstory. It was a good backstory. Okay, and then you've made him an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> you ruined him. You ruined him. 
Like me denying I, a part of the story is not me saying it's a bad part of the story. It's me being like, what else? I like the tension of him potentially, like always that having it. Like, you know, like, God, man, today I really got to teleport. But hey, I'm fucked either way. Where is like, you know, if I drink this, I'm going to get fucked up. I'm going to ruin my sobriety. Or I'm also not going to be able to fucking teleport anymore because I don't have the booze on me. But Dude, that reminds me of time out there because that reminds me of Sir Davos. From a Game of Thrones where he carries around the chopped off fingers in his little mm-hmm. satchel there. You know what satchel. this is? Scott doesn't know because he doesn't watch Game of Thrones. He's a loser. I'm a loser. Oh, but actually, sorry, when but, I uh, heard about the finale, I saved no, my time. You know, Scott, it's not all about the ending. Everybody was yeah, just... Yeah, you don't have to enjoy about, every single thing about it. It was yeah. a cultural phenomenon that united like our entire like generation. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck mm-hmm. off. <laughs> just because the ending sucked doesn't invalidate the middle... See... That's the problem with most stories is the sagging middle, Scott. So you start off with a big bang and then people kind of peter Remember out. Remember when the they killed Sean Bean? Remember <laughs> they just killed him? Remember they killed the main guy? Is that, that Sean Bean? Knew? Just fucking chopped his head off? Yeah, took they an did? arrow to the everything. Like, I I do admit, I want to watch the Sean Bean arc. <laughs> she just well, watched. Yeah, one season. <laughs> is that what that is? They killed him in season one. Yeah. We that was the thing. You thought he was going to be a main character. Thing. Yeah. Dead. Head off. But it is strong. I mean, fucking destroyed. Sean Bean has a history of dying. Now he does, but that solidified it. That like yeah, that that, was... that really crystallized the Sean Beanism. That is, you need to die in every show you're in. Because sometimes he was the bad guy, so you expect him to die. Like Trebellion. a national treasure. You're like, oh fuck that guy. He was a national treasure. Remember? No, yeah, I just asked the bad... you the question. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, sneaky Scott. Come on, where's the thing? <laughs> Jesus, sneaky. <laughs> Jesus, sneaky D. I just asked the question. I know. But obviously that was a large part of National Treasure was the tension between the main protagonist and antagonist, which was Sean Bean, was it not? Sean Bean was in National Treasure. It's been so long. It's the National Treasure. I do not remember the specifics. I just know Nicolas Cage was like, we need the Declaration of Independence. I'm going to steal the decoration in a minute. Not, not to totally derail, but did you know there is now a new uh, Nick Cage movie where he is basically, uh, he doesn't have a single line in the entire movie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, we've covered this. This is old news. Which one is it, though? This is old news. Bendy already talked about and Ian, so. Which one is that, though? I don't know what it is because I haven't seen it. Yeah, I heard them talk about it, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's like he has to go in and like you know the name? a bunch of animatr- animatronic. Uh, what is it, like Willie versus the? No, no, I'm I'm, I'm confused. Well, there was that ninjutsu mo- nin- ninjutsu movie or ninjutsu Wa- Willie's Wonderland maybe. Okay, Willie Willie or Wally's. I think Wonderland. you're right. Willie's Wonderland. Willie's Wonderland. Willie's Wonderland. Oh, hey, look, we got this. We and got the Scott cast. It feels like roughly the plot of that like Five Nights at Freddy's video game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, God, no, that is a terrible. That's like a mugshot of Nick Cage right great. there. <laughs> Why would that be your main picture? <laughs> but like, he, he has like no lines, no lines in the entire movie. He just only. <laughs> but like, imagine you show up and you're you're not Nick Cage already, and you try to. Sh- it's me, you know. It's me. You show up, and it's like you show up with that it's fucking me. mugshot. <laughs> it's me. So like, so like, in this picture of Nick Cage he, that we were just looking at, he's got like a fucking more than a five o'clock shot. He's just got like an unshaven. Yeah, it was look. definitely mugshot. It's, it's mugshot. Like, it's and it, he's eye level. He's got in the background like the, like the advertisements. Like he is on a red carpet somewhere, and you would think he would have put it together. Toronto a bit more. Tiff yeah, Festival. Like, he looks like he's like Toronto looking at the photographer. Like, why the fuck festival. are you taking my picture uh-huh. right now? He's like, he's like, he looks, he looks a little bit miffed. That he's been taken. No tie, open. He's miffed about collar. Tiff and Visa. He's mugged. He's like, he's I a can't fucking believe I'm see? in Toronto right now and they're disrespecting me like this. I don't know, but like with Nick Cage, like, okay, so let's look at the aspects of this picture that make him slovenly. Okay. All right. His beard, his face. Nicholas Cage, I want him to f- wear his facial hair like he is as a person. Do it by feeling. And if he didn't want to shave that day, great. Or that great, month. great. Nicholas Cage didn't want to shape. I'm so excited to see Nicholas Cage. No, I'm fine with that. You know? I just, he, he's just, he's an enigma. 
He's a fucking. You just see him, and that's what you think. I'm like, yeah, I, I just always assume there's some kind of ulterior motive for everything Nicolas Cage does because I why is there is there not like a thing that you can watch or like dives into the dives into the daily life of Nicolas Cage, like a day in the life of the cage, yeah, a day dude. in the cage? No, because no one knows what that's like. Why is there not? Like you know, yeah, I, I would watch. Answer. I would watch that. Remember they did that with like uh, Joe Rogan. We're like, let's write about this guy. What he does first, he goes in. I, I never chamber. seen that. Well, it's like a write up that somebody did on Joe Rogan. I remember when I was looking into it when we first did this podcast, and you were saying, "Hey, wait, I didn't." But really I was know that much still about positive Rogan. about Joe Rogan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, he's got better. He, remember he he had the he got up, worse. Uh, that he got better. He got, the did he got worse. He went through the flashlight <laughs> phase. We all go through phases. No, I like the flashlight phase. I prefer the flashlight. You like phase the flashlight? Of Joe Rogan? You know, have you seen that, Dave? I I tried to not think about Joe Rogan. <laughs> Joe Rogan, he's an alt right figure. Bring that up. Bring up the flashlight thing for show, no flashlight. The, the, that's the a good part of Joe Rogan is where no, oh, he no, doesn't no, no. care. I'm talking about the uh, the Darth Vader, uh, the aesthetic that he went with, where it's all red and they all look like they're really oh yeah the new studio. No, no, I hated that. I, and, and he went alt right and alt red. Pictures, yeah, the like neon in the background, the neon, the yeah. neon red, yeah, and it looks like he's in the fucking Darth Vader. Yeah, you know, like, like 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 a d- destroyer ship. Not even necessarily like, to say that that was an es- like intentional, but it's like it it doesn't send. This a is good the vibe. first image for Joe Rogan. <laughs> it looks like studio. they're being toasted in the fucking I don't know flashlight. Like the shape of it is bad. Too. Like just everything about it. Everything it's about so it. It's so uncomfortable. It actually inspired a Hamtramck Avengers plotline. Where, <laughs> yeah, where like, is that why you put me in the role that you did? Is that yeah? Because I, I wanted you to be the head tip jar bandit against. Joe Rogan yes. and his rogue crew of tip jar bandits. <laughs> Wait, are you creating a, a storyline for Dave in this multiverse where he's going to enter in? There is already a full storyline. I've got so I've got I make Marvel look shitty with the, the amount of storylines I have for the. I want Chamber you to make Avengers Marvel right your bitch, Scott. I I'm about to, to. I'm yeah, about to. About I want you to fuck them up with your story. We are. <laughs> oh yeah, my storytelling is going to make them look like they don't know what they're doing. Like oh, you remember that Infinity thing? Yeah, that was Infinity. Stupid. What Infinity Bore? Yeah, yeah. Infinite, in, infinite boredom. Yeah. You know? How many storylines do you tie together? We tired. Nothing. We tired. End them all game. Together. How about end it now? Yeah. How about end lame? <laughs> you know, forget the end game. If we were being politically incorrect, end game. You know, geez. But yeah, one of my original uh, plot lines for Hamtramck Avengers was Joe Rogan would have an underground laser studio that destroyed towns and other podcasts, kind of like Microsoft Bill Gates in the nineties. Where he's like destroying all the startups that build that are building operating systems besides I never Linux because it's free. realized that you would draw the connection between Bill Gates and Joe Rogan. I think he's the Bill Gates of podcasting. Obviously, <laughs> he got paid the most for it. <laughs> Bill Gates of podcasting. He kind of is. What does that make you? The, the fucking Elon Musk of podcasting? No, that makes me like the the <laughs> oh, random Scott. Ubuntu developer of podcasting. No, Scott, wait, what? <laughs> So, like, we're going to shit on Elon Musk eventually in this podcast, right? So, it's right? only a matter of time. So, like, right? if you're the Elon Musk, you can't admit to that. You're protecting yourself. You got to double down. It's okay. Just say you have Asperger's. I've got Asperger's. <laughs> <laughs> look. Then you can I'm use a, that I'm, as an look, out. For- look. Honestly. I'm a little retarded. Okay. You're the guy who's the... <laughs> what, are you going to Alex Jones on this now? Yeah. You got a smoker. It. You got the smoker throat now. That was. I was these. definitely dropping into Alex Jones. That was He's definitely an Alex Jones there. I'd have dropped that. I can't dude. even do that. Okay. Talk about like maybe some like uh, male enhancement pills or uh, something. You know to get get a. Uh, it's me. It's male enhancement. It's me. Male enhancement. It's me. <laughs> you need to sell a product that just says it's me. And sell it in a uh, bottle. Honestly, that T-shirt would be amazing. Impact font. It's, it's me. me, just stacked. Probably better than the getting it approved by the FDA to sell a pill that says it's me. It's been turn the sentence. fucking frogs gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alex, we're 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 past that now. Yeah, we're past that. Yeah, we're past it. We're past it. Yeah. <laughs> so that okay. So so Hamtramck Avengers. Yeah. What about that? <laughs> so many different universes we have. Everything is just kind of colliding together in a way that's a little overwhelming for me. It's overwhelming for me. It's overwhelming for David, is I'm it? sure. Are you is sure? It? Are, you, are you calm and collected? Are you, are you sure? Cool? Are you? I'm good. Are you good? You're I'm amazing. Good. Are you like in your element right now? This is how I operate normally. This is how my brain operates. So you guys this is are, great. You guys are on my level right now. So we just yeah, have to drink not, a bunch. You got, like a, you got like a kaleidoscope of thoughts just going on at all times. That's how I feel. I need nice. to like to siphon them into like individual, like separate things. I 
this is what a- this is this what is Ian would bit. diagnose as ADHD. He'd be like, this is what we're doing. We're doing everything in HD right now. Nice. ADHD. Are you yeah. kidding? I'm yes. seeing everything in ADHD right now. Yeah. We yeah. got two square. That's 4K. You know what I'm saying? Dude, if somebody's listening to this, to this episode and like 1.25 or 1.5 times speed or even 1.75 times speed. You should be in the Mensa Society. They are probably on speed as they're listening to this <laughs> because they are like, they're not comprehending anything we're saying, but, like, but they think they are. I'm like grafting <laughs> onto like a few words per Dave fucking dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> Like, and like that's words, what I'm operating on. Forget right about now. like words per minute, like words per Dave. Yeah. Words per day, like yeah, I, I'm aiming to Your like combined I'm, words per Dave is like you know <laughs> higher than it's ever been. I'm not even trying to compute that right now. That's like that's post computation right now. It's just like Dave said something about speed of words. Yeah. Another Dave said something about UFOs. Another Dave. <laughs> This is like watching an episode of Nick Cage where he's on, you know, it's like the movie Speed where it's like we got to maintain a certain pace of this podcast. Otherwise, the fucking bus is going to explode. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do know what you're, you're saying. You're fucking Sandra Bullock in this situation. I, don't I know feel you like Sandra Bullock. Can you step into Sandra Bullock's shoes? That's a big shoes to fill. Not Let me do it. Big I, just, I just had a haircut, so I do feel pretty. Scott yeah, is looking good. different today. I don't know if you guys real, you guys Very can't short. see this. Do you, have you Very heard short. it in the podcast yet? Have you heard it in the tone of voice that we've used to address him? Because yeah. it's different. Now. The Daves should feel very reticent, and it's not because there's two Daves on the table. It's because my inch is at max one inch long. What did I say? My hair is at Scott max one inch long. I had a seizure. <laughs> Scott, we're still working on your D name. Don't worry about it. You know, don't don't. We got Southern D and we got one inch D. D. <laughs> we got one inch D. We got one D. <laughs> one-dimensional character here it's all right oh, I don't need, I don't need scott got a haircut for no fucking reason i mean i know it's getting hot i cut out, this myself motherfucker you cut that yourself yeah that's actually pretty good thank you all the same i didn't realize like that said, all the same razor you cut it i cut this with your own hands with my own hand i used a clipper with guards so <laughs> it's easy mode you just did 100 <laughs> i used just the sharpened nails just fucking caught them with my own hands. I just grabbed my head. I was like, I enough just of this it. long hair shit. Wolverine on it. <laughs> not bad, Scott. I'd actually say, actually, for your for your self haircut, that's not yeah, bad. No, very good. It's uh, thank you. Only because you. I am uh, reconciling when I see your. It is a foot uh, of hair, clean shaven hair. That it means that eventually one day I'm going to probably also like cross through that event horizon. I want and- I want you to understand this though, you and David, because this is something I realized just talking to you guys before the cast. He's pointing today. to us now, us with our long. He's hair. gesturing. He's he's pointing with the. Yeah, it's just Sing- singling gesture. us out. I was yeah. always the long-haired, slovenly person in my mind. Like it I feels was like always he's the calling guy. Us long-haired and slovenly. All the yes. tables have turned. <laughs> yeah. In a way, you're predicting the end of the story, but you need to see the course of the story. The journey matters more of than course. anything. Of course. And like I was always feeling like that, and like oh, my hair is just because I, I don't do anything with it. I don't cut it. I don't. Right. I don't you style don't, you it. You don't texturize it. I That's just let it. Sure. I just let it grow. And Look, it, when we it noticed. goes, long hair is long hair. I'll shampoo it every few showers to get the oil out. That's it. Scott, you need to get some dry shampoo. That's all you needed. Dry why, shampoo why, is honestly a game changer. Game changer. It would your life. I don't know what that even you means. You don't even it know sounds, what it means. Oh, my God. Jesus, Jesus Christ, Scott. <laughs> we could have helped you so long. I mean, it's like <laughs> you guys should have told me about this like before show, I, you I the way. cut off about can. All you 14 need. inches of progress on my mane. <laughs> you don't need to shower every day. Jesus, You don't Scott. need to. Just... There it is. You think I fucking showered after coming here? After just being a sweaty mf'er? Yeah. Coming here? I was nah, dry shampoo is what I, I was did. Thinking, Do I look like someone who showered before I came here? You know, you guys don't answer that question. Important points that I'm not willing to answer, I guess. This, is, <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Bautista. Yeah. Dry shampoo. shampoo. It's important to keep in your wardrobe. Uh, wardrobe's not the right word, but... <laughs> All right. <laughs> so sorry to hear about your loss, Scott so with your hair no, no but it's good because like i can move i can look down and then it's my hair my vision's not obstructed at all i have my full was proof. that a major issue was that legitimately an issue for you honestly before? i didn't think it was until i cut my hair off and then i realized holy shit doing things that involve looking down are way easier to do like 
we're gonna abandon whatever thought Scott was gonna go for with his long hair because <laughs> who gives hair. a shit, honestly? Yeah. For what David thinks just, about just know that the hair thing has been a point of contention for me, at least personally, this entire time, and I'm gonna still fixate on it. That's all right. In the back of Dave's mind, it's not over, but we're going to talk yeah, about this new topic. On. We're going to talk about this yes. new topic because as what happens is we pause the podcast. We all, you know, use the restroom, uh, get some water, kind of like relax, stretch. A we bit. didn't really relax or stretch, but yeah. Well, I, th- I, I did well. It was Scott you know, Scott went in the bathroom and stretched and relaxed. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how I do. That's what we call it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope you had a nice time there, stretching and relaxing. Anyway, so yeah, very, then very. then then I was somehow segueing into the episode where I re-listened to. I went back and finally re-listened to episode sixteen of Scottcast, which is Infinity Mom, which where they talk about mm-hmm. the Infinity um, Wars movie, which I had not seen at the time when it came out, but since then I have seen. So I went back and I re-listened to that episode because I was years watching. ahead because this is twenty twenty one that movie yeah. came out what twenty nineteen before Endgame came out for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what did you think about it, man? What did you think about our review? You said oh, you said oh, I had oh, some I shitty ass predictions. We were we were talking about Thanos and how uh, you're talking about eugenics again. You know, you're like I was talking about eugenics with my mother. It's genuinely, <laughs> no, <you're> genuinely <laughs> unsettling to me how uh, we're like only ever like one degree removed from talking about eugenics. That is disturbingly common in my stuff, but like. I know it's not fueled by anything really hateful or anything. No, no, it's just no, no. like it's, this is, is okay as long as you just talk about it. It's a fascination yeah. with Jurassic Park. It's a fun <laughs> thought experiment. It's not actually really. It's like what if people? Jurassic Park were applied to humans? And uh, for sure, knowing you and knowing like the uh, the literature you read and like the the stories you like and like the science fiction kind of nature, like the of the thought experiment, it's one thing. Oh. But it's like. Yeah, it's, when we get into this in, in my head, we're gonna in, in my head, I'm always like thinking that I'm like talking to some stranger at the bar who like, you know, you never know when you start engaging the stranger at the bar where you're going to go. Yeah. And it can always be like one degree removed from like, yeah. And so anyhow, eugenics or anyhow, uh, you know, uh, the Holocaust, I'm yeah. kind of skeptical. I, well, you know that Thanos guy was really just ahead of his time, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like he <laughs> wanted to kill half everybody, but. You know. But, you know, it makes sense really when you think about it. <laughs> That's what you said in the episode. You're like, I, I resonate with this Thanos guy. I feel like, I feel like he's like you said something like he's morally misguided, but he's got good, uh, you know, good philosophy on life and stuff. Well, he understands <laughs> systems. He couldn't have snapped and somehow made like double the amount. Yeah, of, like, I know you fucking idiot. <laughs> we got a half the amount. Thanos of not the smartest guy, but he's moral. Yeah, look. Maybe maybe intent was Look, there, he's not but, uh, crazy. He's not going to change the laws of physics. He's just going to kill everyone. Well, he kind of is. I mean, that's what you do with the reality stone. He changes the laws of physics, but in space and time and all that. That is a strangely that specific power. <laughs> I mean, literally, is the power of God do anything. And he's like, you couldn't think of a more creative use to solve all the problems in the universe, like, by then just killing fucking half everybody. Dumbass. Yeah, that is, a, that is a very basic thought. Yeah. But well, what you were saying, we though. We were talking. You were, well, well, Scott was saying that this episode is like if you take all the you know the 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 crap of the crop, so to speak, and you just leave the cream of the crop, the best stuff, and that's what Thanos was probably going to do. He's probably like, you know, I think I'm going to snap the the half of the universe that's a bunch of assholes, a bunch of useless pieces of shit. That's what he should have done. And that's, you know what? That would have changed my opinion too. If I that would have been great by like snapping, like there was had, judgment like, by only, it. Only, <laughs> only Not just ones. random. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah, it wasn't like just oh, n- none of the good ones are gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> well, they left Tony Stark. Yeah, no, it has to be random. If it's not random, then it's Who's a judgment. It but random? if it's a judgment, then it's it's like, okay, so do I ascribe by the same belief system as this person? And then it just becomes a thing about ruling. But Thanos, he snapped. Killed half of the people, and then he just retired to a farm where he grew zucchinis and died. You know what, though? Like, what happens again when the population grows again? Then you got the same fucking problem all over again. Then you got to snap again. I imagine some other Thanos would show up. Some other Thanos. He bought himself some time. Hopefully a smarter one. (laughs) Someone who built in some contingencies. (laughs) Some fucking life-saving contingencies. I'm sorry, Scott. (laughs) That was a great way to say contingencies. Scott hates life-saving contingencies. I don't need to talk about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how fucking dinosaurs end up fucking doing things you don't want them to do. Everyone who loves Michael Crichton is laughing right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so I know that Scott, you're actually dying to talk about this reboot of the Hamgemic Avengers. Let's talk about it. What's what's going on under the hood there of that classic journal 
Do do you worry at all, Scott, before we get into it, that by telling everyone who listens to the podcast all the time about what all your thoughts on the (laughs) Tragic Avengers are, that you will lessen the uh, motivation for people to actually see the finished product? Yeah. We tell you about it before I make it. Yeah. Listen, this is how it's going to go. Not at all. No, because it's just that good. If it's if it's good media, yeah. you'll watch it again and again. Anyways, oh yeah, right. Oh yeah. Like I regularly check out the plots of movies I'm watching of series, like uh, the Invincibles. Mm-hmm. That's it's a big fucking series on Amazon right now. It is really good. You should watch it. You should watch the season. It's got uh, J. Jonah Jameson as the J. K. Lead. Simmons. Whatever. Same thing. And. Uh, <laughs> Is it? It's it is. Got, it's got, it's got <laughs> your whole witness in there. You know, it's got, oh, what, what is his name? Jesus Christ in it. It's got everybody. JC. You know, the JC guy, Simmons. It's got a, it's got a Michigander, University of Michigan, Ian's uh, home university. But uh, she hates them for some reason. Everyone Ann hates Ann Arbor. This is too many. I'm sure, references. I'm sure this Glenn fella hates Ann Arbor. He's the guy this who is, voices the main character. Okay. Well, no, that guy was. Okay, so. The guy, the guy who voices the main character in Invincible, is Glenn from The Walking Dead, and Glenn oh, yeah. uh, supposedly—I don't know if in real life—he is from Michigan in The Walking Dead, that show, and that's why. And also got, in real life, he He's is. From, okay, yeah, Taylor, well, right? that's—I didn't know that, and I'm glad that they didn't randomly just make him from Michigan because he was like, he's like, they're like, where are you from in Korea? And he's like, I'm from Michigan. Yeah, he's, he's like, where are like, your parents from? Taylor, I want to say. Sure. Like real life, the per the person I don't know in canon in Walking Dead, but like the guy who plays Glenn is from like Downriver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. The, yeah. Well, the name Glenn is actually from a Scottish uh, Celtic tradition. Oh kind Jesus of Christ! <laughs> You're just showing off for your fucking British girlfriend at this point. I believe a Glenn. <laughs> a Glenn is a. Uh, it's a. Um, oh, some what sort is of, it? <laughs> some sort. Oh, of, what is a Glenn? Holy shit! Like there's if you visit the Glen. Legions of people hanging on. It's what just the some, fuck a Glenn is? It's like an open field that's like naturally <laughs> occurring. Okay, Jesus. Oh, thank God we know that now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's British. Yeah, shout outs, shout outs to my girlfriend. What's up? Yeah, that's right. So Scott's gonna edit that out. No, 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 no. Well, keep that in. I'll keep that in. I like Amory. Hey, she's our fucking Scottish guide. Okay, yeah. Forget the British. She's got the whole UK covered. I like you that. Go to the fucking Highlands. Be do our Highlander thing. She's got us covered, man. What who, I want. Who, who what else I want, is gonna show us the Highlands? I want Amory on here, and you're gonna be here, but you're not gonna have a mic. And we're gonna I'm be, just gonna be shouting we're across the room. Background, like just. I want Amory to tell me about you and her first impressions of what you. Oh, I know Jesus you for a long Christ. time. I've known you since Clarkson High School. Uh, she doesn't know that. Now she does. Well, what? That I know you since Clarkson High School. I, maybe we go way back. Scott and I's journey. That's not a big deal, Dave. Is let that me tell just you. how you uh, introduce it? Always, we go way back. Well, no, I know this since Clarkson Middle School. Scott. I was explaining this, the dynamic of Scott and I, and I didn't get to this point, but I said there's there's a there's a love and hate relationship with Scott and I. You Is know, there? No, I no, only no, love no, no, no. Listen, listen. So I said back in middle school, I haven't told her this yet, but she'll hear it now. Uh, Scott, oh, oh, you're telling this story? <laughs> Don't tell this story. So oh, Scott, no. I hate this story. So we're this in, story makes me look terrible. We're in Hell, you can always cut it out. Yeah, yeah, it's I cut could. It out. Oh, but I don't want Dave to know this story. I'm, <laughs> so like, gonna, I'm gonna know it's it. Dave, Dave, his name is Dave. Oh, not Dave Ed. I hate Jesus. this story. So, like, we're in Doctor or not Doctor. Oh, it with sound effects. Oh, <laughs> so we're in uh, seventh grade or sixth grade or some shit. And uh, we used to be in a couple classes together. We were Mr. Anderson's class we was were, great. We were in math. Yeah, we were great together. We were great in math class together because. You know, neither of us gave a shit about math, so it was great. We were just kind of bullshit. As and then Mr. Andrus would just randomly call on us and be like, "Yeah, we're not fucking paying attention to anything you're saying." Great. But then in Mr. Radcliffe's class, which is our geography class, I believe. Wait, you cut me off. Uh, yeah, I don't like this story at all. Getting rude. It makes Scott, me feel oh. Scott, Scott was a little troubled oh. youth going through a lot of stuff at the time. I'm sure. And uh, he didn't like what I was saying, so... I don't even he, remember what the fucking situation so, so was. Just you remember tell, what the situation was? Let me tell was? the story, okay? Because, you know, I told the story with you and Sabella, and, and it's a good story, so it's a good moral story. So you stab me with a pencil is the is the, the crux of the story. And, In the hand. You know, We're about, you know, yeah, I was It was say. only my hand, which was what I need to, you know, not be maimed. But, um, yeah, so he stabbed me with the, the pencil, and, and then he makes up for it, you know? So, like, he lashes out... And, and and he got me this bitchin' Lord of the Rings ring. It's at it's like the one ring of power. What's the one ring? He got me the fucking one ring. And I'm like, this is dope. Like, this is back in, what was it? 
2000. This was when, like, before Return of the King. Before mid, fucking yeah, Amazon. Mid not. Yeah. Mid odds, right? Gave me a fucking minted fucking Lord of the Rings ring, and I was like, okay, we're cool. Yeah, I was annoyed by something you probably said a pun or two more I than was I annoying. wanted. Yeah. It probably was nothing. Because, like, I was a little shit at the time, and I'm still kind of a little shit, and I'm working through it. That's why I didn't want you to fucking say how far I've Man, progressed. Jesus, Scott. <laughs> I if, want uh, people to know I'm a god. If anybody doesn't <laughs> admit that they were a little shit in high school, I don't want to fucking <laughs> No, this talk is middle to. school, Scott. Oh, even even This better. is sixth or seventh uh, grade. This is, this is uh, amateur level shit. That's fair. Like, that's fair. Come on. Okay. I think that's one of the, uh, like, the hallmarks yeah, of I adulthood should... is, like, acknowledging that, like, man... If I if I could get my hands on the person that I was in like middle school, yeah. right? School, I would like I'd strangle him, and oh you would be God. arrested, sir. Yeah, there's a child you're yeah. talking about. So no, <laughs> but I should be because I'll be like, I'm from the, the future. I know this kid. Whooping, <laughs> like. No, I just my point. The main takeaway here is that Scott and I have gone through some trials and tribulations, and by sheer luck, we have reunited for the for Scott cast because we <laughs> were separated. Reason, this is the thing we needed. <laughs> the, 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 these are simpler times when you could stab a guy and give him a ring. And then, <laughs> then later on, uh, you know, <laughs> high school. It's in, it's in the podcast now. Because <laughs> I can't delete that. It's fucking Can lore. It. So then, then later on, Scott moved to, I moved to Seattle. Scott moved to Seattle. We reconnected. We yeah. And then again, just randomly parted ways after reuniting. And then, we both moved back to Detroit, or all Detroit area, mm-hmm. and then now we have a podcast. Now we have Scottcast. We have Scottcast. Yeah, there was fate. Yeah, so I don't know, know how we got here. Well, we're talking about the I like the we general were maybe history. Initially, talking about Scott's mom being involved. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and her interpretation of the Avengers universe. Yeah, you had brought your mother on board. Oh yeah, yeah the Infinity Mom. What I can only her. assume was a. Very generous gesture. Yeah, good luck editing this one, Scott. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> It'll it's good to, good to challenge him, right? You know. Yeah, we uh, like to. What's over here? The Daves are here to challenge you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you've you've spent a lot of time with both of us individually, so you should be able to handle both of us in concert. Honestly, this like this is the easiest podcast because I would just record you guys by yourselves talking about me. <laughs> that so would be great. That's an experiment you need to run. Is uh. Take regular members of the cast and just remove them and have them be in the room, but oh, can't yeah. mic- not mic'd up. So like you have me, you have Dave, you have Amory, yeah, and then you have me in the fucking corner going. Ballistic. I need that. I and need I'm, that. I'm just I'm just going up the wall. I'm like fucking climbing up the walls like Spider Man. I know Amory here. wants this. She too. said that she'd be willing to talk about some shit on here. That's what I want her to talk about. Some shit that people don't even have a perspective on. I want the dirt. Jesus and I know, Christ, like yeah. somehow, the dirt will come up. Scott doesn't care how he gets Fair dirty; enough. he's gonna get, he's gonna keep digging. No, no, we gotta create the gossip for our show until the fucking tabloids start doing it to promote us. Jesus, wouldn't it be easier? What if we just, uh, instead of spending all this time writing like a, a movie, uh, a sort of like uh, you know, Hamtramck Avengers thing? What if we just made like a bullshit tabloid to cover the exploits of the, uh, you know? Like we could, we could talk about. It. Like you've you've had a horrible, horrible pill addiction for a long time that we haven't talked about. Um, <laughs> you know, and it's been me and that Clarendon D. It's been a problem, especially when we've caught you at the airport. That's what your name is, Scott. We need Clarendon D. Yeah, <laughs> we've been trying to get you a D. Um, for a while. And what are you trying to hide when you fly into DTW? Why are you covering your face? Like, I see it now. I've got um, five fucking yep, cartons of Claritin D. You think D. you can just keep on doping on that Claritin D? And not I've got like five price. months worth, and yes, it is for tomorrow. <laughs> TSA. You know, we just got to create very elaborate, terrible, uh, sad addiction stories for everybody. Well, um, here's a thought. Scott cast, but with everybody's significant others. And you just fucking you inter you grill uh, Dave's fiance, you grill my girlfriend. No, just, no, 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 no. Just, well, it's not gonna happen. There's been one person on every Scott cast, and that has been me. I've offered David actually the chance to have his own solo episode of Scott cast, where he just it. says the things he wants to say, but you didn't deliver. Is, would would that be all that fundamentally different than any regular episode? Oh, it'd podcast? be way different. It would be. Me. Oh, trust me, I cut him off a lot. I'm being very generous today. No, I had like <laughs> I had me talking to like five different versions of myself. I had like a whole 
roundtable discussion with myself, ready to roll. Unfortunately, I was in a place where I was trying to finish editing an episode, I believe, at the time. Yeah. And I chose to do that instead. I got more space news, actually. I've only got space news, actually. Space news. Pentagon. The Pentagon is reporting UFOs. Like they're oh, being again? Like, no, no, for real. Even more real. It's serious. Don't they time. always? Every time it's for real. It is more for real now. I take every single one of them with a grain of salt. In 50% that more real. Well, okay. Tell me about this one. Um, that feels like the one that I feel like it's the one that we always see every time that they say that it's real. Oh. Another futurism article, Scott. I see. So, so this is okay, how would you describe that? Systems. Like some guy, like on patrol one night, sees kind of like a speck in his camera, and he yeah, sees a thing that a, moves in ways that we don't necessarily. Uh, it doesn't attribute to the laws of physics. This seems like a good uh, thing for uh, bitch and dot news to report on. Uh, former guy says he saw something one time, all the time, <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> Every day for two years straight, 2015 through 2017. So he uh, saw, this sub, is what he uh, saw. Subheadline, I am worried, frankly. frankly. Yeah. Lieutenant Ryan Graves from the Navy, he is worried, frankly. I'm glad he's worried, frankly, because I wasn't convinced that he said that. Yeah, it's not a fun news for him, but he feels like these uh, these spaceships, these these devices, these unidentified flying objects, UFOs, um, don't make any sense to him. And if some other team, who some other nation who's hostile to our team nation would uh, assault us with these, we'd be fucked. These are s- ships that can do 600 G-forces. They can evade radar at 13,000 miles an hour. They're way ahead of us. We're, we're still on 5G. Right? They're hitting us with the fucking 600 G. We're fucking... We're G'd out. Yeah. We're game over, bitch. That's too many Gs. Too many Gs. Jesus. <laughs> they can move in air, water, and space. Jeez, us. Yeah. Fuck. And there's apparently no propulsion method able to be detected. So, like, why are they doing this? I'm we don't worried, know. frankly. I'm worried, frankly, as well. <laughs> God damn it! We should all be worried. You yes, know it. Why is the audience cheering? Even they know we should be worried. Put on the SOS. <laughs> you can't play all the clips at once. Every time I see like one of these stories, I just assume it's like one of our things. I just I don't even assume it's other countries' things. I just assume it's like man. Something that's like one degree above classified for like whoever the fucking like, you know, John is who's like taking this like video and that's why it didn't get like disclosed because Can it's we like. we write into futurism? I feel like we should all write in. Three guys have verified that. We give the them enough fucking for. <laughs> I, we've uh, we've identified it on every podcast for the last two years. I don't understand why yeah. you guys haven't wrote an article about us. Where's our fucking 600G? Where's our 600Gs for that reporting yeah. of your 600Gs? You know what I'm saying? I want to see them Gs. But, you know, this guy's worried, frankly. Sneaky he G's. is worried. <laughs> yeah, let's go to the actual article. <laughs> made it past that no. no, 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 no. Yeah. This is the fluff. No, let's read the fluff. Let's read it. All right. Read the fluff. What the fluff? Okay, read the fluff. Fluff yourself. Imagine. Imagine. All right, read That's that good. shit. In a world filled with technology that can do 600 to 700 G-forces, that can fly 3,000 miles an hour, that can evade radar and can fly through the air and water and possibly space. And oh, by the way, has no obvious signs of propulsion, no wings, no control surfaces. <laughs> surfaces? That can still defy the natural effects of Earth's gravity, uh, some guy said. Former Department of Defense official Luis some Elizondo. Guy. Some, some, some guy. That is uh, an exact beautiful. fucking beautiful quoted reference. Beautiful. That's precisely what we're seeing. <laughs> that was so good. There are UFOs, folks. Guess uh, that changes nothing. It kind of doesn't, right? <laughs> That's the thing, though. It's like, like, no matter if, okay. We try to do that, like, compared to, like, just if somebody regular would say it. Imagine a technology that can do 600 to 700 G-forces. It's not the same. 
In a world. <laughs> in a world filled with terror. One man. I have to make a whole trailer now, you realize, because one we, man, we emphasize one man that voice so much. kind of confused. He's wondering if it's that big of a deal. One, uh, he, two Davids, one Scott, one question, no answers. He's in, you know, he's gone in there before and it wasn't a big deal he's confused why now all of a sudden we can't just i'm checking out i'm How checking did woody out. allen get involved it's a comedy now with three podcasters and no idea what to do join in today subscribe to skycast what the fuck is going on wish i could tell you <laughs> yeah you know frankly i'm not impressed this. The Daves are not impressed. The, Legi- the legions of Dave do not abide. I had to pick my notes back up. <laughs> There's more. This, that's all you got for space nudes, Scott? Yeah. Give well, us some real space that's nudes. That's it. That's all we got. Okay. All right. You got some vague futurism articles. Yeah. You, you know, have space news? I'll give you some real space news. One minute. There's real space news. Space news. I mean, I didn't say I'd give it to you now. Damn it, motherfucker. I <laughs> said, <laughs> so you want some real space news? I'll, I'll tell you when it comes. Yeah. Oh, oh, here's some space news. Do it. See, I just, yeah, I mean, okay. I don't know where I read this, but apparently um, they had a task force that they assigned. So, like, they came up with this hypothetical situation that the Earth is going to be, um, they did this practice drill, basically, of that's like convention or something with the real NASA scientists that were like trying to uh, imagine that the meteor was hurtling towards the Earth, and they had to defend against the meteor. So they they said, okay, you have one week of real time to try to figure out how to uh, divert or you know get rid of this meteor so that we don't all die. And they basically, what they concluded from this little task force uh, simulation that they ran was that we're all fucked. Nice. And that they can't prevent. So they said that, um, you know, they're like, okay, initially this meteor is coming in. There's a 5% chance it's going to hit. And, okay, now there's a 100% chance it's going to hit. And, you know, what are you going to do? And basically the best thing you're going to send like, Randy Quaid. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, they, they, they did the nuclear option. They said, that they, okay, what if we send out a nuke? To nuke it, and they said that it just wouldn't it wouldn't work out, and that we'd still be fucked, and we should just evacuate. That was the best they came up with. So if a real meteor evacuate the out, Earth, uh, evacuate. They narrowed it down to like five countries that were going to get hit. Uh, it was you've got like, like two, s- two okay. seats in Elon Musk Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> that's all we got to move you guys, <laughs> and you you know he's taking one. What they uh, the way they phrased it was it was like a tabletop talking. tabletop simulation. So they were basically doing a little RPG action, and they were like, okay, well, let's figure out, would we be fucked? And the answer, I guess, was yes. Yes, yes we are. They said that it would be t- by the time that we would actually act on it, it would be too late to divert it. So a lot of the popular theories that they didn't really touch on in this article was that um, that I've heard discussed before, because I'm, you know, I, I liked... I'm into this stuff, you know? Yeah. They talk about just, you know, gravitationally just kind of like uh, making it slowly, sending out another object to slowly pull it away, just kind of divert it so it would miss the earth. Well, by the time that we would act on it, you know, by the time actually, you know, bureaucratically they would enact a, a, a program, they'd be like, let's just nuke it because it's too late now to divert it. That's how we would always go to. It feels, like, like, how, feels like how we do it. Yeah, so... And uh, they didn't touch on it in the article, but like even if they nuked it, they said like there'd be low probability that it would actually hit in the way. They got to do the to. drill first, right? They got to drill into the center and then nuke this it. This isn't Armageddon. Like in- Armageddon was not <laughs> like Bruce Willis. Okay, imagine you blow up an asteroid just for a second. Here's a thought experiment: you blow up a asteroid. What do you have now? You in have the middle, hundreds of pieces of giant giant meteorite that are now spread out all across the entire But Earth. if you blast it in the middle or just right enough in the middle, like, it'll all just go around the Earth. Why would it go around the Earth? Because it blasted so far. Because The it blast was radius would somehow blast. be magically large enough to evade the entire Earth? Yes. I guess. If you're That's what I've a, been conditioned to believe. That's what I watched that movie for. If the soundtrack is bitching. I mean, everything turns I out right. I wait <laughs> just to hear oh, you breathe out. This is where... This is where <laughs> <laughs> with this shitty singing, I, I I just think that um, it you know 
if, if it's like cancer kind of if you detect it early enough you can avoid it but i think that what they concluded is that not enough countries would actually act upon it like let's imagine the, the launch window on this like you yeah. know it has like when they launch a like elon musk is trying to with spacex they can only launch at certain parts of the year with certain weather conditions and if it doesn't all turn out right they can't launch and apparently um it would just be you would just have to like just the right window to actually launch a successful nuke to actually nuke the the meteorite that would basically be fucked because we'd be like well you know we're supposed to wait another month or so to send out this nuke before it's optimally going to reach this thing on time with a slingshot orbit orbit that would reach it at just the right you know um apogee in its orbit orbit of its elliptical orbit that it would intersect with this uh, celestial body it's like no i guess we'll just get the fuck out of there yeah let's just evacuate everybody fuck this whole you know it was it was basically africa so i don't think you know that was that was a kind of racist of them to pick that <laughs> right it was weird it's like a straight who picked that to begin with like let's not pick africa let's let's pick like you know new york city for the yeah what if it's there what if it's gonna hit there then we'd nuke the shit out of it but if it's in africa uganda or something they'd be like fuck that let's just evacuate nobody would act and act fast enough to to intercept this meteorite so it was a funny it was a funny thing it was a funny story that they they ran a simulation of like what if you got top top NASA people trying to tackle this problem? Like really people who were well-versed in uh, blowing up a meteor, kind of, for example. And what would they do? And they decided, yeah, we would die. Nice. So Ian would like that story. He'd be like, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, we're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> we like to think we're big and powerful. Like we could, we could handle, you know, a meteor coming at us. We have the detection systems. No, we'd be fucked. We'd be totally fucked. I like that there is a uh, kind of thread that runs through everything where it's like, you know, fundamentally, even for all of our technology and all of our like years of building <laughs> things up, we're not different than the dinosaurs when it came to like, you know, if a meteor uh, were to hit, we're like, yeah, yeah you know, none of it would. If, we if might if as well meteor, be a dinosaur yeah, yeah. with our with our advancement because we can't stop the meteor from killing us. I, I thought you, I thought for a second you were gonna say like we'd send that fucking pedophile <laughs> <laughs> to intercept the yeah we'll just something. launch the pedo at it. Your only chance, one man, one desire to it, it just well, immediately does like a hundred eighty degree turn <laughs> to intercept the interplanetary um asteroid, and then we just got like a little T Rex with his like tiny arms like trying to get up. But he can't see anything because it's moving unless it moves. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yet it moves. But yeah, no, it's like, man, you know. That's the best I got for space news. <laughs> That's, That's good, good space, space news. news. Okay, here's some more news. Check this out. Mammals can breathe through their anus. <laughs> Why is this space news? <laughs> it's not. It's just news. <laughs> just an emergency. Science news. Science news. <laughs> like, so if you're in a Verna crunch. You know, and like you can't breathe, but your anus is free. Mammals can breathe through anus in emergencies. Rodents and pigs share with certain genetic uh, aquatic organisms the ability to use their intestines for respiration. So just to clarify, you are not suggesting to any of your listeners that they should go and try to test like with their head underwater. <laughs> no. Wait, Scott, I forgot for a second. Are we medical doctors here or are we not? I, I can't remember if we're giving medical advice. Should we, we advise We have literally people? zero expertise in every single scientific field where, you can name. Where do we slide in <laughs> next Except to like, exercise a, like a doctor eyes But yeah, but not something. on this cast. You don't have no exercise physiology experience. I think you uh, would. I, I still have the exercise physiology experience regardless of which podcast I go on, Scott. But you wouldn't say this Are is where to get it, right? Are you saying I'm talking out of my anus here? I'm saying you wouldn't Just go to this podcast. keep that anus up above the water. I think I would be able to, to keep my anus above the water. access information. I feel like I'd be able to retain enough air within my anus to stay above water for this podcast. Because this you is going to change the way that I I've swim if I know that keeping my anus above the water <laughs> keeps me safe. Butterfly struggle all the way, right? Yeah. Just stick that ass up and move all the rest of the limbs forward motion. Definitely going to change the way that I approach like being underwater. Um, I don't know, though. I don't love knowing that it's just apparently something that applies to like pigs. How often are pigs being thrown into the water? <laughs> I like the Disney ad in the middle of the story. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like you like talking about pigs staying alive via their anus. Check out Marvel Studios WandaVision. Good <laughs> movie. But like, talking about talking out of your ass. Uh, I'd like to see what that Venn diagram is. So, yeah. like a lot of aquatic organisms, apparently, have evolved unique intestinal breathing mechanisms to survive under low oxygen conditions by breathing with their asshole. So, like, instead of lungs or gills, it, just use your ass. Yeah, the asshole works. I've often wondered where that comes from because I talk out of my ass a lot. Yeah. You think of eventually over time, if you talk out of your ass for enough years. That means you yeah. need to breathe through your nose more. <laughs> oh, wow, that's it. If you keep talking out your ass, you got to just realize where you are. Instead of talking out your ass, just take it back in. Take it in your ass. Take it in your ass. That's it. <laughs> You guys can wear my skin. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, Bendy. D. Ben D. Right? I thought we had another one queued up the way the way you looked at me. Oh, is it? Glad you feel like why. Dude, this seems like such a I mean, I'm just looking at just random paragraphs here and trying to piece it together. It seems like they're just really grasping for this one to work. They're, uh, we really need a headline that says you can breathe through your butt. They're talking about the intestinal gas ventilation system requires abrasion of the intestinal mucosa. Mucosa. So it's saying, get fucked, and that will be clinically feasible for severely ill patients. Scroll down, Scott. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to see where they're going with this. Oh, it's unlikely to be clinically feasible. <laughs> Why are you telling me that if you take a severely ill patient... <laughs> you can't tell them to get fucked up their ass. So the researchers also developed a liquid-based alternative to oxygenated chlorofluorochemicals. Yeah, I don't know where this thing is going. I have no idea. They're just bouncing. They're bouncing around. And testicle liquid ventilation <laughs> reverse skin pallor and coldness. <laughs> is this what Elon Musk is working on with the pigs? Could be. I mean, I like he's got to at least be measuring this kind of stuff. He's got the pigs with the neuro, um, Neuralink implant. You know, they can play their, pong with their nose. So maybe he just decided, hey, we're gonna work this on both ends, like a like a rope that's burning on both ends. You start at the nose, you start at the anus, and you work your way in on the pig. And that's the way that they're working right now. Is that what he's trying right now? That's what Neuralink is. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying. Well, it says here on this article that, you know, due to COVID and the need for people to have, like, uh, respiratory help and stuff, that the level of arterial <laughs> oxygenation provided by our ventilation system, if scaled for human application, is likely sufficient to treat patients with severe respiratory failure, potentially proving, providing life-saving oxygen. So you're saying that somebody who has severe respiratory illness, a.k.a. due to COVID, because they... Uh, got COVID. They got COVID, and they have respiratory impairment, that they should just start uh, pumping air up their ass? Yes. Okay. Well, good luck with that. That's the sound of life's being saved. I like that that was not you putting <laughs> a sound effect sound in. Effect. That was to <laughs> totally analog. Analog. Yeah, that was nice. Nice. Those talent fellas. That's good analog. Yeah. Analog. <laughs> That's where I'm going. So, guys. That wasn't space news, by the way. That was extra space news. But, like, what do you think we learned today? We learned Whoa. things today? What did we learn today? Did, did we hit all the topics on the agenda, is Scott? Not really, but, <laughs> like, we've also been two hours in. No, I know. <laughs> so is is the goal remember. to have learned something? Yes. I learned that this is a high-energy podcast when we get two Daves together. It's yeah. a lot of Daves. A lot of Daves. I think that actually two Daves is the right amount of Daves. It's just the right amount. It could be also. I think three Daves would probably be too much. Yeah, three Daves. I would not be absolutely. able to handle it. Three Daves, I'd kill one Dave. Yeah, you'd have to kill a Dave. Probably the newest Dave because I what? like you guys. Which one's the newest? The third. Well, what, yeah. Which the Dave one. came first? You're one The two. chicken or the Dave? <laughs> yeah, which one's the chicken? I one and two. I feel like I feel like I'm number one. Great, because I was pre Scott Cast. Good for you. I was the hell of bitches, Dave. Oh, I bet you feel good. I can't argue that. with that. I mean, 
the original. After Skycast, there's gonna be hella bitches up in here. Yeah, that's from the vault. I get, I get no, no argument here. You don't have a, any sound effects, Dave. No, I don't. Um, You'll get one. I feel like I, I could make like maybe like the sad trombone, the wah, wah, wah. that feels like I should just have that sound effect for me for always. But yeah, but that's a different sound effect for you. I'm, I'm talking about like actual quote. After Skycast, there's going to be hella bitches up in here. Yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully we've. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want Elon Musk in my head, even though, you know, God <laughs> bless him, but fuck him. See, I actually like that. Can I just have some David's months? <laughs> you want some I, of his quotes? I feel, like, I feel like he's already said a lot of the things that I would want to say. Okay. Uh, you going for the Spider-Man quote? That's all you got. I know. It's that, not on the fucking. It's not. <laughs> I know which quotes you go. With. But that's a great idea, man. Everyone loves it. We've already <laughs> talked about it. We we are two Daves from. Divergent timelines that have now arrived here uh, at the nexus of uh, one particular place. Oh, don't! I was gonna say, don't, don't do it again. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> no, you missed it. Yeah, this is too close. We we've now uh, arrived here at the uh, divergence of this like point here and uh, confluence rather yeah. of this point, and uh, we're here to save the world. We're not sure how yet, but we just know that by know. both of us being here. On this podcast, it's going to happen. The Daves have met. The Daves have met. For like some people in the world, you guys need to understand this before we're done recording here. This is like bigger than, oh, Batfleck just showed up in the latest Avengers movie. This is bigger than that for them. It's me. Because like... It's Dave and David. That's right. It's me. That's Ben Affleck, Dave. <laughs> it's us. Naveen, why did you unmatch me? It's me. It's me. You <laughs> <laughs> lift them together. Yeah, no, this is a good thing. This is a good thing because you know you gotta you gotta have a convergence of uh, a confluence, if you will, of yeah. two different two different days coming together for the greater good. And the greater good needs to fight against the greater evil, which is this Skycast reboot, apparently. I guess <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> no question. No question about it. We'll get more people on. We'll we'll get a little bit of a better feel for this field. Obviously, the Daves have united in some way. Well, we've proven that you can. We can ramble forever. We can just keep on going. Yeah, this is going. two hours, and I I barely even scratched. I mean, I Scott down. couldn't even go through his topics because we were just we were just free balling. Yeah, all those free balls really like like I could have talked about how Elon Musk fucked me literally. And Japanese mythical beings also fucked me, literally. Well, nobody, uh, nobody uh, needs to. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. Scott, died. he invested in Dogecoin and got fucked by Elon Coin, Elon Eloin, Elon Coin. Yeah, yeah, he got fucked by both of those. All those assholes. Yeah, <laughs> he's just a little jaded about it. He just wanted to rant about it, but uh, we stole the show. All right, let us up. <laughs> well. <laughs> I guess I, this is the part where the uh, yeah. What's the, the way? The what's the way out of here? Well, the way out of here is when you're pod king, and that's me, by the way. Uh, you get to lead the show out by saying, "I am the dread pod king." Oh, that was and that's my Yes, the dread pod king. It's kind of overblown a bit, but yeah, the dread pod king. And I, in my infinite power, do say that this is the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission known as Scottcast. You got Dave, you got David, you got Scott. It's all of us together. It's like a it's like an alternate timeline triumvirate sort of with with more David. Yeah, 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 and that's what we are. And, and, and we're going to bid the adieu. See you later Scottcastigators. All hail Scottcast. Glory be to Scottcast. Glory be. Uh yep.